Welcome back to Desperation Point, uh, game session 14. I'm your game master, Daniel Fox. I'm here remotely uh, with Adam and Mike. Uh, and then Nick is here in person. Hello. Extended our, our, our COVID bubble. Um, unfortunately, Kay couldn't join tonight. She's doing a little bit of troubleshooting for the Twitch channel. So we're going to play just three of us tonight. And Kay may jump in later, which would be awesome. It may not. That's okay, though, too. So, but we're going to play anyhow. Um, so we are definitely on <laughs> session 14. I looked it up. Um, <laughs> not episode 14, session 14. Uh, so uh, just to kind of kind of set the tone for some of our listeners, we're obviously, it's now, what, January, late January. And for the entirety of this season show, whatever, the entirety of our game sessions, we've been using Flames of Freedom. And we are kind of using Flames of Freedom almost wholesale now, save for some spells, some professions uh, from Zweihander. But we're kind of almost we're kind of blending the two together. And I think one thing that um, we've been able to kind of illustrate, in particular with this, is that both systems can live together, with just a few minor wrinkles to iron out. I think what we'll probably do uh, for Patreon backers when this session actually gets released, maybe we should release the character sheet we're using for this game. That helps kind of bring the two together if you're interested in bringing Flames of Freedom and um, Zweihander together on your own. We can share that out with patrons only. Okay. Yeah, that'd be fun. Um, but um, let's, let's just jump right back in. Uh, so let's talk about, uh, first off, before we do anything, Let's actually determine the coin pool. <laughs> That'll be a good start. So I've got one in players. Everybody roll D6. I got a four. I got a four. Cool. So players get three. Uh, I've got, I've got, roll your dice on here. That's way it's okay. Because it'll be really loud. Yeah. Clack, clack, clack. Clack, 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 clack. And I, I've got one. So not much of a change. I'm getting my new evil dice from Shiny Math Rocks out too. That are evil because they never roll well for me. They actually roll pretty well. They're not bad. Um, so let's talk about, I know we get to get that out of the way. Let's talk about last game session. What happened? Who wants to, who wants to kick it off? Well, uh, we, we asked a, a very important and pointed question to um joseph joseph and it was you know would he be willing to let um them live in peace the uh miracle caliban and emmanuel elijah okay um and he did answer that he would have to kill the baby. Uh, he couldn't. He couldn't let it be raised by what was in his mind a demon. Why? Why is that? <clears throat> um, because uh, no demon can create uh, those that are blessed with black hair and divine powers. Mm -hmm. um, and he couldn't allow that to be corrupted and later released upon the world 
you know, for evil. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so what happened? What happened from there, Mike? After you. So one thing led to another. <laughs> um, Osbert shot him with a gun. Um, no. no, Osbert. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, just 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 a little just a little shooting. Um little shooty shooty. Little shooty shooty. Uh a little claw claw from uh Hobbs. Uh and uh unfortunately the yeah, the uh it didn't, it didn't end up in the uh the death of uh the man, even though Collinsworth tried to you know, command Hobbs to to stop, um, but oh, no! um, uh, a crazed bear, yeah, dust in his eyes. So yeah, so unfortunately, uh, this resulted in the death and uh, aggravation, um, then thereof of the daughter who had uh, fits. What was her name again? Terrible with names. Charity, I believe. Ch- Charity. Uh, uh, who then? No. 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 Um, it would have been Hannah. 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 Five- yeah, the five-year-old, uh, who is given to fits, um, then transformed in front of us into some sort of goat creature question mark um which uh we all freaked out a bit uh and that goat creature then proceeded to uh beat the crap out of hobbs i believe and osbert and yeah i mean it was it was a pretty pretty nasty fight what is it uh, hobbs did he lose an eye or did he almost lose an eye? Almost lost an eye. Almost, almost, uh, almost I, lost an eye. I think got shot on accident by Osbert. Um, using a determination point to adjust the situation so the bear did not lose. Yeah. We used a good amount of fortune points and determination points yeah. that <laughs> session. <laughs> you sacrificed determination? I did. Uh, that's right. Yeah. I keep on to say Otrig, but it's Osbert. Yeah. <laughs> Difference in characters. <laughs> From our old campaign, yeah, Matt's old yeah, character. Otrig is a bear yeah. of a different color. Yeah, it's a bear <laughs> yeah. of a different color. Um, but uh, we didn't finish the creature off. We kind of wounded it, and it kind of ran off into the woods, as well as did... Um, Oh, what was the guy's name? Cal- My daughter. Caliban. Yeah, Caliban, and uh, yeah, so they absconded to probably never be heard of again until you know they show up. But uh, yeah, them and their child left in a very much a hurry because I believe we did end up going back to their the cabin, yeah. which we found kind of ransacked and uh, it looks like they hurriedly packed up things and left town yeah so that's when we were treating Hobbs and the determination yeah. we got spent yeah that's pretty much where we left off 
Can you all still see us, by the way, on the video? I meant to ask you this. Can you still yeah. see Nick and I? Okay, yeah. cool. I just yeah. disabled the video on the Zoom for us. Cool. Okay. Yeah, so you get to Caliban's abandoned cabin. Clearly, he and um, Miracle have left, gathered their things, left the cabin, and the sun is setting over Caliban's abandoned Calvin's cabin. And the question is, what is lurking in the woods? Because remember, you absconded away across the, the lake into Cauldron Lake, into this forest that is covered in mist and upon this small sloped hill is the um, Calvin's cabin. At this point, the three of you are kind of inside this, the tight confines of it. Of course, to, to kind of better describe this cabin, it's it's got a, a floor that's kind of inset into the earth itself. It's a, kind of a stone and wood outside with a uh, tall wooden thatched roof outside on the on the, on the roof, um, and then there are these big rafters that support cross beams holding the entire thing up, and you're kind of positioned in the center of this um, great room. Of a sort. And by great room, I mean it's probably like maybe 10 feet on one side by 15 feet on the other. Um, it's it's certainly no, it's not great in the sense that it's not big. <laughs> At this point, given that Hobbs has undergone, he underwent performed surgery, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So um, he is currently, and it was for what kind of injury? Was it a performed surgery? Yeah, it was performed. Yeah, it was a so, eyeball. That's right. So, uh, to clarify, mechanically, after you perform surgery, if successful, the Hobbs is unconscious for 24 hours. It will not suffer the permanent effects of the grievous injury, but he still has to undergo, obviously, um, recuperation for a number of days, which we already rolled, I believe, last week. I'm not mistaken. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so he Hobbs is unconscious, fortunately so because he was whimpering in pain. But the sun yeah. sets, and you can see the moon kind of parts between the the tops of the trees in the low valley below, and the mist has risen once again. The uh, it's a it's a warm, balmy summer night. <laughs> you find yourselves kind of peeling off a layer or two, your sleeves rolled up your pants pulled over your boots, just trying to kind of get to cool down. Fortunately, there is some fresh water inside of uh, a barrel um, that you can use to drink from. Um, but um, other, than, other than that, um, you're inside this place and it's the door shut. The windows are open to let air in. The chickens, the roosters specifically, are still kind of squawking out in the field because Caliban and, uh, and, and uh, Miracle clearly let them go before they left. Maybe they took a few with them. Who knows? Mm -hmm. But um, all of the belongings that would have been useful have been taken. And imagine the cabin from Evil Dead. The surrounding forest with the strange forest sounds, the groaning of the trees against a very slight wind and uh, the bristling of the leaves and the limbs against one another. 
the sound of night falls over um, over the cabin. I'm feeling kind of. I'm sorry, Nick. You were you were about to say. Uh, I was about to say. Uh, I'm feeling a little scared about the situation. I'm gonna see if I can rack my brain if there's anything I can remember about warding off evil during the night to make sure this beastie doesn't get us. Beastie? Yes, the goat of the wood. Black goat? Yes. Uh, go ahead and make a folklore test. Alright. This is going to be a... This will be routine. Okay. This is a 71% chance to succeed. And I rolled a 47 success. Absolutely. Uh, take three red nails and hammer them into the threshold of the door. All right. Well, if I can manage that, I'll do it. Okay. Well, finding you find three rusted nails, and he begins to dish, 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 dish. He hammers them into the uh, into the um, threshold. Whether that makes you all feel better or not. It's kind of up to you. It's kind of your call, right? See, we're safe. He doesn't sound convinced, but hopefully he's making you feel guys feel better about it. <laughs> <laughs> Do you feel better about it, Calvin? Uh, I, th- I feel like Calvin would know about this superstition. So, yes, I think he, w- he would agree with uh, the actions of Osbert. Fair enough. What of what of um, Collinsworth? Oh, Collinsworth always has been and may always will be superstitious. Absolutely. Uh huh. Yeah. So he would he would believe that this would offer protection. Um. You know, he always talked. He always heard stories about, you know, from Uncle Credence or whatnot. You know about about uh, uh, drive three nails and it'll keep the bad the baddies away whatever you know yeah. whatever the flavor of the week was right <laughs> say a prayer to the uh, custodian to protect our dreams or something like that I've, yeah fair enough uh, everyone um Roll a 1d6 chaos die. Three. Five. Four. Okay. That's all you need to know. What'd you get, Collinsworth? I'm sorry. I I want it to be a six, but it's a four. And Calvin, three. Three. Yep. I got a five. Can I use a coin to turn to a six? (laughs) Sure. Let's do it. Okay. So I got two coins for GM. One, two for players. What do you all want to do? Um, I think we would rest for the night. Still, you know, have someone up in shifts. Uh huh. Just because. I'd want to keep an eye on Hobbs, at least. Worried about Hobbs as well, yeah. 
a sick, a sick uh, pet there needs to have someone there in case he starts to choke on his tongue or something like that, you know, roll him over. Fair enough. With the windows open, you can hear the sound of the forest, the crickets, but that you look toward the sky and clouds seem to obfuscate the stars, but the moon itself is full. The mirror is bright and pale, casting its silvery white-blue light over this small island in the midst of Cauldron Lake. You cannot see the forest, you cannot see the edges of the lake from here because the mist has risen so high. It's risen around the woods. It's risen around even Part low parts of the hill, which makes it very difficult to make anything out. But at some point, you hear this. Sound coming from the wood. Who's awake at the time? Uh, you're all awake at this point. Oh, oh you're, you're meaning like right then and there. Okay. Yeah. 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 Oh my goodness. Um, no I, more than a, a few hours after this, after you got here, the sun had set and right as the sun sets and night comes no more than a half hour into it, you're the sound of the brood black go to the woods is out there somewhere. I try to see if I can get any sort of inclination of which direction it's coming from generally you will not be able to do so unless you're outside the house <laughs> outside the cabin <laughs> <laughs> i'm safe in here i'm safe <laughs> oh i forgot everybody gets a uh, 50 reward points i'm sorry i forgot to oh yeah you. gotcha yeah am i gonna have to am i gonna have to cut off a hand and put like a, an axe head on it. <laughs> Some sort of mechanical contraption. Yeah. Do you want to stay inside, Osborne, or do you want to step outside? I'm going to stay inside. <laughs> we're, we're somewhat protected in here. In theory. It's just the three of you. <laughs> At this point, uh, Shug is sawing logs, and um, naturally, uh, Hobbs is still under from the treatment for the laudanum. Mm-hmm. I would wake Shug up. I know she's he's not here, but like, yeah, uh, you know, he'll in he'll, story, like, he's obviously in the background and whatnot, but yeah. I, I wouldn't just let him sleep like that mm-hmm. let him go in his sleep it'll be more peaceful that way <laughs> I almost wish I could fall asleep so easily so quickly yeah uh, should we should we put out the fire no I don't think so i think if that beast wants to come inside this house then um it can well and try i mean it's 
obviously got our sense by now, especially the especially Hobbs. I don't know of goats of being trackers. Well, maybe it is, maybe it isn't, but I I suppose it does, but that's just my thinking. A generous amount of blood has spread across this table that Hobbs is lying upon where he was treated, his hair shorn away, stitched and bandaged to treat his shattered orbit. His muzzle with broken teeth and bruised skin, swollen. You'd imagine you left probably a pretty generous trail of blood in your wake. And a beast as large as that in pain trying to get away? There's no way that Hobbes wouldn't have left some trail in its wake, in her wake, his wake. I say we try to get as much rest as we can as we've done. Just keep an extra vigilant eye out. And if you can get any reckoning for where it's coming from and if it's nearby, let everyone know. Yeah, we should definitely shutter any windows, latch any doors, take any precautions. You set to closing the windows, shuttering them as you can. You shutter them on the inside. You close the door, you throw the bar, you go into the antechamber, uh, or I'm sorry, the small room off the edge of this, the bedroom. You close its windows. I think I would keep at least one window cracked just so we could hear something better if it got nearby. Uh-huh. Um, so not like the one window that like whoever's watching is looking out of, that uh-huh. one would be cracked open so we could hear. Yeah. But other than that, everything else would be shut up. Yeah. The fire itself is is low crackling. The heat kind of building inside here, the smoke as well. The chimney, if you imagine, if you were to pull away, you'd imagine that this small cabin in the middle of the woods, Caliban's abandoned cabin, and on top of this hill has like little trails of grayish blue smoke teeming from its chimney. Mm-hmm. I mean, if, if dinner is finished and it's this warm out, I think we can put the fire out. Yeah. Um, just to, so we don't broil, broil alive in here. <laughs> There's a hiss sort of sound as you extinguish it with the pail of water. You cough a few moments as the smoke kind of fills the room momentarily. You've your sup to dine upon, leaving one window open, but surrounded completely by the forest and the mist. You eat in silence, save for the sound of that out in the woods. 
As you begin to lap from the bowl, Collinsworth, you're almost shook out of your stool as you hear a sound coming from the forest, echoing outside in the woods. Sound of the utensil uh, clatters against the bowl as I uh, kind of look in a direction. <laughs> as if I, you know, I think it's from over there. <laughs> <laughs> so you pick up your spoon and continue eating. And you hear this squawking sound of the roosters and the, and the chickens as they're cackling outside the door, pecking against the door. Uh, is that there's feathers rustling outside? Is that a sound of uh, like fear? Yeah, absolutely. They're kind of squawking and batting against the door. <laughs> Trying to get their way inside. They want in. Uh, I mean, I've loaded my musket uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, stand at the ready. Well. Shall I... What are we going to eat in the morning? Let's let's worry about making it through the morning. Into the morning first. If you want to let them in, I'll try to cover the door. And I suggest the rest of us do that as well. I think we should do it. Mm-hmm. You leave the doors closed or open to let them in? When Osbert said this, you, you, you always notice that Osbert always seems to have enough food for himself when it comes for mealtime, but not necessarily enough for everyone else. Because he, he's, he's got the uh, the trait that allows him to uh, never suffer from starvation. Uh-huh. So <laughs> it's, got, it's almost kind of a selfish thing. Um, when he's, It, it kind of like comes to your mind as you say that. Like, you never want for food. <laughs> I mean... You mean Calvin's kind of the same way where he only needs to eat like once a week? <laughs> and you see that Collinsworth pack is kind of overflowing, but he's still he's still saying something along the lines of, well, you know, fresh meat is always the best. Hmm. It's, good, it's good for you. I don't remember and you'll have to remind me do you have horses did we bring horses north i don't I thought, think you did I but i could so. be wrong i don't think we did either no. i don't think so i think the green yeah that's that's right you didn't yeah um well collinsworth is like overcovered by by one so he's been moving slower and because <laughs> uh, he's he's carrying a lot of food and such yeah yeah. <laughs> Speaking of which, Nick's going to record an initiative for everybody. Oh, yeah. Do we want to roll that now? Please do so. Why not? 
What's the worst that can happen? Can roll whatever. What'd you roll? Nine. Ooh. Let's see here. What do I add to that? I have a 13. So you prepare your musket, Calvin. It appears, Collinsworth, that they're not too concerned with what they're going to eat in the morning. You lay your pack down and the squawking becomes more fervent and desperate as they're now batting against the outside of the, of the cabin. Squawking horrifically outside. Collinsworth, are you going to do anything? Go look back at them. Sure. Why not? It's open shot case. I do feel a little guilty about it, but just open the door and we'll shoot anything that's bigger than a chicken. I open the door to let the chickens in. <laughs> you hear in the forest as you open the door, one rooster makes it in, as do a couple of chickens, and you slam the door shut, throwing the heavy bit of lumber over it. And you all are on edge all night long, as you all must succeed a hard resolve test. Yep. All right, let's take a look at here. Thirty-nine. Ooh, ninety-seven. Failure. A yep. success. Two coins in the pool. Thirty-one. One hundred. Critical oh. failure. <laughs> <laughs> well, the only one who's actually able to get any semblance of rest that evening, if you wish to do so, Collinsworth, is you. Will you rest over the night? Because your friends aren't going to sleep. I mean, uh, I'll I'll rest and then, like, uh, you know, take a watch. But, yeah, I'm not going to deny myself okay. a rest. So, not only does... So, Calvin, you recover no peril that night. In fact, because you're awake all evening. So, Calvin, you you suffer. Uh, oh, <laughs> 15 peril Oof. from sleep deprivation. And in the case of... <laughs> in the case of Osbert, who critically failed... <laughs> It's oh 25 
terrible. Trigger. sorry. Osborne is on edge all night long, and you are dead ass tired. Uh, did you? Sorry. I had ignore skill three skill rank. Okay, and that was my that was my last drill threshold twenty five. So it didn't go over, but one more. Point. Yeah, because that was. Um, I do have uh, long winded, which reduces it by one. So that's uh, physical peril. Yes, that's right. This would be well. Yeah, this would be peril and physical. Yeah, so it'd be considered physical peril because of lack of sleep. So yes, right. yeah. So I, mean, I was going to say if it was mental peril, then I could use my impervious mind, but it is not, so right. I cannot. Yeah. So, um, the next day comes, and some of you are a little bit more well-rested than others. <laughs> <laughs> to no great surprise. Um, so, the next day comes, and um, the sounds of night have are away, and Collinsworth, as you stir, you know, Calvin and, and, and Osbert were just all evening they were on edge unable to rest unable to do anything the uh you want to take a step outside or stay inside what do you all intend to do uh i think we should discuss about what to do next so how long how long is it going to take for Hobbs to recover? You'll need until the evening. <laughs> yeah, because Hobbs will be down for a number of hours due to the surgery. So that's just to get him up. Because I think he's only lightly wounded now, right? I believe so, but he needs 24 hours. To... Yeah, exactly. Right. No, yeah. So he's going to be down for at least that amount of time. So... Um, obviously we're not hauling a bear out of here, so we're kind of holed up here for a while. Mm -hmm. Um, so for now, I guess we'll slaughter a chicken for breakfast and, um, get that going. Yeah. And then I don't know if we'll sleep or any, but I think Osbert will at least try to rest. I, I don't know if that'll give him any benefit, but, um, it's like the situation where you're trying to like just sit down and like doze at least during the day. Yeah. When you, when you miss an hour, when you miss a night of sleep, you're, you're in that zombie state where you just can't think straight. Yeah. Um, so he's just kind of like on automatic mode and just like makes the breakfast and then like goes off to the other room and just like stares at the wall or something like that. <laughs> what about yourself, Calvin? What are you, what are you doing? Um, Calvin's going to keep an ear out, you know, for the brain, seeing if maybe a new day uh, caused the creature to go, like, to either flee or revert back. I don't know. Like, he's trying to kind of contemplate what's going on here. Yeah. Yeah, kind of taking in all of this and not really knowing much of the North, um, it will be an arduous folklore test to gain yeah. any level of insight. Folklore, Swiss, 26, and I rolled a 26. Oh, oh, oh nice. Very nice. I'll take well, it. Uh, there is a story, actually, 
from one of your books, a short story that you read in it. In fact, I think I'm going to have you uh, read it aloud. Um, you mind if I send this to you by email real quick and have you just kind of read it off? Sure. Okay. I will have, I'm sending you this story. It's now in your email. I'm going to have you read it aloud for everyone. Yeah, I'll refresh that. Nice to have music again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is it bothersome to you all? Yeah. Um, it is quiet. I don't really know what I'm listening to. Perfect. Yeah, but it's not. It's not overwhelming. It's not annoying. It's yeah. Good. So there now it is. Thumbing through his book. <clears throat> so the moon was full and I knew I was forced to leave him chained below the house. We had uttered promises of my return after the night of the full moon and I was off. But when I came back to that place, the worst had happened. He was nowhere to be found. I was well aware that this was a chance we took with every parting, though I must confess it was a better outcome than being eaten outright. The curse of lycanthropy could not be contained despite our best efforts, though with more research, I am quite sure Edwin can come to control it. In the interim, I am forced to clean up the messes left in his wake. So as you read this story, Calvin, nothing in the story strikes you familiar with the black of the woods. You thought you had something, but mm-hmm. there's nothing to be learned. Mm. yes indeed this beast is really truly like none other that I've heard of if that story was supposed to make me feel any better well it seems completely irrelevant well what phase of the moon are we at now well I guess we're we're going into the waning portion. If last night was full, but uh, I hope. I mean, I guess I guess it could be full again tomorrow night or close enough to it. And keep in mind that when Hannah transmogrified, it was broad daylight in the af- in the middle of the afternoon. Mm-hmm. It was taken by the religious fit, and and her mother called for the doll. I don't necessarily think it's a werewolf like you read in stories but it's something else I've never heard of a weird goat or whatever that thing was but I don't think the, all the normal rules apply I mean at least the, the red nails seem to do the job but uh, I, don't, I don't think uh, it still may be alive and wandering around out there in the wood well Joseph was able to calm it down, right? Right. I think he was able to calm her down, which in a way calmed it down. 
here's what I'm thinking. Beast or no, that's a little girl out there that needs her family. So if she's reverted form, I don't know. I'd hate for her to have done that and be totally lost out there. Um, are we sure it changes back? I don't know. I mean, if it's anything like what I've read in the stories or heard, I would say yes, but maybe it doesn't. But if, but if but if she did revert, she'd be a little girl lost out in the woods. Did someone read you from Lynn and Genevieve's adventurous exploits? <laughs> of course. I think I missed that one. Good way to while away the evenings in the dead of winter. As a lad, at least. By using it for fire? <laughs> <laughs> There's no need to judge my choice of literature. Calvin, everyone can read the high-minded books like you can. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't realize we considered that literature. <laughs> oh, well, I don't know if I consider it literature, but it sure is fun. Oh, yes. Amongst the lowboard, literature is actually um, <laughs> slang for toilet paper. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Who needs books? <laughs> sepsis and <laughs> shit, blood and piss, or like you know, carry sickness and disease. <clears throat> no less, uh, you will find it difficult to get rest during the day. Uh, so I will need Calvin and Osbert to make challenging result tests this time. Challenging. All right, that is. So if you get any rest before sundown. 31. Chance to succeed. 49. 39. 91. No, I failed. Failed. Okay. Neither of you are able to catch up on sleep. So edge are on the both of you. So, so up on the edge the both of you are. Um, you snooze here and there, but never enough to really catch up. So by the time that night comes once again, to Cauldron Lake and this small island surrounded by mist and trees. The sun sets later in the day because it is summer, but it's a balmy night once again. And um, once again, the uh, forest is filled with the sound of evening. Well, we haven't heard any braying all day. Perhaps if we can make it through the night and we still don't hear any. We can assume that she's gone back to the way she was. And if, if we can get some decent rest in the morning, maybe we can go out looking for her. Well, that may be. We could just view from afar the family homestead to see if she is there. She did like to sit on a log. Yes, you're right. But if she isn't, we'll we'll come to that. We'll we'll come. We'll have that discussion. When we come to it. 
At any rate, Hobbs slowly stirs. <laughs> Snorting. Ah, oh, there's my boy. <laughs> and Osbert seems like he just doesn't finish his sentence. He's lost his train of thought. <laughs> so tired. <laughs> you were barely paying attention to begin with. He was like going to say. He was going to say something. And he just like, <laughs> but but Kate is not here, so no. no <laughs> loss. What do you all want to do? It's now nightfall. It's nine o'clock in the evening. So do we still plan to? head north to try to confront Alice in Chains? Yeah, take her trail back out down in the forest. That's certainly not on this island. This island seems to be somewhere in the middle or on the edge of Cauldron Lake. And if you recall, uh, the path that you were following because Alice, Alice, or Alice, sorry, Alice, what's her name again? I'm sorry. Abigail. <laughs> Abigail traveled with a with, on horseback with a host. Or travel horseback. And um, her trail her trail passed by the house, passed by the good work house. So you couldn't pick up the trail here because you're in the you're on the edge of the lake. You need to go back. Which means you'll have to leave the house into the forest at some point and get across and swim across the lake. And then head an hour in to get back to the good workhouse. Tomorrow morning we'll head to the good workhouse. Check to see whether Hannah's there. Make our decision from there. In either case, once we do go back to pick up Abigail's trail, we'll head north again. We'll know when we find it. She was with a host in my vision and we'll know it when we see it. There's no way they could have hidden their tracks. So will you all rest in the house once again? We'll try. Sure, we'll try. So for Calvin and um, Osborne, it's now an easy resolve desk. Okay. All right, I'll still probably roll like a 90-something here. Give me a second. <laughs> 61. Brother, uh, okay. wait, before you roll, brother, um, your friend is awake now. Perhaps that should, could bring you some comfort as I'll try and assist him with this resolve test. Sure. Snuggle, snuggle. Snuggle, uh, <laughs> snuggly bear. <laughs> All right. Be 79 out of 47. I, so rolled, I succeed. I rolled a one. I succeed. Or 10. I'll take it. Either way, I succeed. Everybody succeed? Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, the night passes and the day comes. Do we hear anything in the night? No. You sleep. You and Calvin sleep so hard <laughs> and so deep as Collins, Collinsworth snuggles up, Calvin Redding to sleep. <laughs> I just rhymed that. <laughs> uh, you awaken the next day and it's bright and sunny and it's warm. It's not like a summer day in like, say here in Missouri, it's like a summer day in like Minnesota. 
So like, you know, low 70s. So how well did we sleep? All night. I mean, yeah. everybody recovers to unhindered. Yeah. Right. Like, uh, I'm sure Collinsworth was looked at Hobbs and said, uh, don't bother him. He's dead tired. He's dead tired. He's tired. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's take a quick break and we will resume in just a few moments for our listeners. We'll be right back, like literally in like lickety split in two seconds. We, I just, I don't know why I did that. I literally recorded everything I just did. <laughs> but it's not like we're going to have video, so nobody's going to know. Okay, so um, now that we rearranged the room a little bit, um, it's better for all of us. Just out of curiosity, do we sound even better to you now? Then we've moved the microphone closer. Let me yes. lean in. Yes. Hear my Midwestern accent. Swear to me! Uh, you're our Batman impressions tonight. <laughs> Christian Bale, not Adam West. Not Adam West. Well, now, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I, Robin. No, I, for a moment I thought I heard myself, but I, I don't hear myself now. You I, mean, I hear you. Can you hear me? Can you hear me, Adam? I don't know who sings that song. It's the first song in my mind. I don't think the word's Adam, but I think it's Hear Me Honey. I don't know. It's an, it's, a, it's an 80s song. This is going in the recording, by the way, because we haven't had a song yet, and I am volunteering this one. No, oh, uh, our best material, right? That's right. Um, so, it's yours, and this is... You know what? You've got a little... We'll just use this. That's fine. We'll put it right there. Um, so... Uh, you leave Calvin's cabin with a restored Hobbs. Hobbs feels better. He's kind of sniffing at the air and having difficulty seeing. As you remember, I think Hobbs is suffering from minus nine perception until fully recuperated, if I'm not mistaken. So yes. there's that. Um, <clears throat> so uh, that being said, you leave the cabin and... Um, despite the fact that it is probably 10 a.m. in the morning, much like when you came to Cauldron Lake the first time almost four days and four nights ago, sorry, five days and five nights ago, the forest is filled with mist. You pass through the wood cautiously and carefully, just in case Hannah, the black goat of the woods, is still out there. A little bit of a misnomer, the name. It looks kind of like a goat, but it looks more monstrous than anything else. It's really hard to kind of put a pin on or put a finger on like what it is. But it certainly doesn't match the accounts that you have, Calvin, of lycanthropes. Or even mm -hmm. the stories that um, Osbert recounted, regaled you of Linda Genevieve's adventurous exploits. <laughs> and no beast that you've ever certainly tamed, either Collinsworth. This is something else, some curse of the North. You pass through the forest, and you come back to that stone plinth. Right out in the middle of Cauldron Lake, where you'd first come across your curiosity, unabated, that drew you into this strange tale of a strange tale, strange tale of a strange lovers, a demon, a witch hunter, and a little girl who was a monster. You swim across, go to the other side, and you emerge on the other end 
passing through a light forest until you come back to the good workhouse. You try to find your way back. Do you want to do anything while you're here? Do you want to continue on to find Abigail's trail? Uh, we wanted to pause here and check to see whether Hannah had returned home. Mm, yes. As you look about, all you, you see, the first thing you notice are all these flies buzzing around and this horrendous smell of something left to rot in the heat for a couple days. Dead meat. And you see that it's the skin of the dark dress that Hannah was wearing, or the creature was wearing. Was that die Darko? Why are you wearing that stupid rabbit suit? Wearing the stupid human suit? Is what he says. Man suit. You see, you literally see the skin that this creature sloughed off. Poor Hannah. Um, I think we're gonna just like hang back in the woods out of sight like uh, Caliban did and like just watch kind of like creep on the house for a minute yeah. you know, just to see whether she um, to play in the morning or you know maybe like an hour or so just just wait and watch you'd expect to find probably at this time of day the women outside working but there's nothing no one to be found like, is there any indication that anyone is home at all? Like, is there a fire burning or anything like that for breakfast? <laughs> no fire is burning in the chimney. And as a matter of fact, the wagon you had seen here before and the ass that was chewing at the grass is gone. You can see something is pinned to the door, however. Okay. A piece of paper. It's been this long and we haven't seen anything all. I'll go to the door and take a look at it. Yeah. Your okay. approach. Yeah. I, I don't I don't know how to read very well, but I could probably sound out the words and eventually yeah. get the gist of it. Yeah. Osbert reads it reads something kind of paraphrasing here. Woe be to they who come to the north a curse upon this land, a land where the covenant gods are forgotten. Woe be to he or they that pass beyond Cauldron Lake, for you shall find only sadness. And it is marked the bottom of the of it with a seal. The same seal you had seen upon um, on the mantle, Collinsworth. The seal of um, good work. Clearly his wife had used it as a warning. This is a warning to anyone who had passed. And those who know Witchhammer know its calling card. It's a Witchhammer's seal. I have my thoughts on this. I'd like to hear what you think before I before I say anything. I think we should go and see if anyone is still alive inside. Because if they're not, they need to be buried. I have a feeling they've left and they've left Hannah to fend for herself. I fear something maybe even more graver. 
Let's investigate. Hmm. I think Calvin will stay outside trying to pick up the trail from where we left off. So that way we can be ready to leave. <laughs> Despite the warning, Collinsworth and Osbert, you will open the door. I, after what Collinsworth said, I, I think I kind of feel fear for the worst. Um, it just doesn't set right with me. If, if someone is in there um, unburied, it just doesn't seem right. Yeah. So, I mean, maybe against better judgment, yeah, he would okay. go and investigate. I need Collinsworth and Osbert to withstand horror against stress. Okay. Difficulty? Uh, it will be standard. Okay. Two coins of the player's pool, two in mind. 51. 70%. Failure. So it kind of hesitates at the door, looking looking at this seal, grits his teeth, and kind of turns the knob and pushes it open. Okay. As you do so, calls where the hackles in the back of your neck rise as you suffer eight peril and gain three conflict. The door opens. Anything that would have been usable, needed on the road, has been taken. No smell of death within, just the memory of the Goodwork family. The shadow of where a chest probably rested on the floor for months. A table still set as it was when you approached the cottage before. The food, stale and hardened. The ashes in the hearth gray and cold I want to try to search for Hannah's belongings if she has her own room I want to see if anything's there if not I'll try to find what would have been her if she has clothes in her size in this place you uh you you search around you find her you find a trunk that is marked with her initials but there's nothing inside of it Outside, Calvin, you find two trails. One that continues leading around Cauldron Lake toward the foothills, where you know that you've heard the Cavendish, the clan that lives in the north, dwells. Another, the hose of an ass in a two wheeled wagon heading south, the direction you came. Hmm. So we at least know they're returning south, whether that's to Stonehold or Aglador, it's unknown, but at least I I think Calvin feels like they would be better off back in the south. <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, he'll note the other route, the one that goes around Calvin Lake, and uh, kind of be hanging out near that until... Uh, his brother and Osbert come out. They emerge. Mm-hmm. I think before we emerge, I would I would confer with Collinsworth in private, noting the the chest uh, left, but uh, without the clothes. What do you make of it? I mean, 
Is is it the only chest in there? Like every single thing has been taken. Yeah, like I like I mentioned before, the house is bare of anything that would be needed for traveling. That includes clothes. Well, they might have, they might have taken her. We don't know for sure, though. No, we don't. But just pretend like they took her and move on. I mean, this whatever we do in here doesn't have to weigh on Calvin's conscience. What are you suggesting? We can either move on or we can look for her. Well, try to pick up the trail. I think Hobbs has recovered enough. She could he could probably find her if we really wanted to. Well, with as many days as this has taken, I don't think we are going to find Abigail in chains. So, I think no matter what, we're going to be turning around. And if we can make sure that a little girl is safe before we turn around, what's another day, right? Another day. I... I... I agree with you. I just, I wanted to have your buy-in before we returned. Well, I, take the time I, to look. I'm, I'm hopeful that sh- that they, she did return and that they were able to get her to calm down and take her back. Perhaps seeing some sort of priest that can help her with her affliction, and. I'll kind of look back over at the mantle, like out of habit, like because I know that's where the hat and the saber was. And I'm assuming it's gone, right? Yeah. I don't think this is the last of Witch Hammer. I think they will be coming up here. I mean, eventually. I mean, there's no way for them to get word of this until the family returns south. No? No, but... They're safe for now. But what would, uh, you know, someone who wasn't any part of Witchhammer do with those? That's what I'm saying. Uh, I... I'm just saying that they may be back, no, and not not the family, but someone. So, if they are to come back, that means Hannah's in danger if she's still out there. It also means that the babe is potentially in danger or, or the babe's parents if they kill the parents and take the babe. Either way, it appears as if what we have done was for naught. But we can't. That's in Caliban's hands now. We can't, we can't be held responsible for him. Right. I mean, he has to know he's in danger regardless. They've, they've, fled, they've fled the area. I assume they're gone, never to be found again. But as for Hannah, if she's out there, there's only so much time left. 
Right. And I wouldn't be surprised if we one day see a group come through Stonehold looking for one last civilized place before they go further. So she can't stay with us. Well, I mean, I don't know, maybe. This is just conjecture, and I'm probably got my wheels in those ruts, and we should seek to dig them out instead of continuing. Yeah, we're getting we're getting ahead of ourselves. Let's just let's focus on the task at hand and see if we can pick up the trail of of Hannah and and then go from there. Maybe she's with the family. Maybe we don't have to worry. That's, that's all. So. Let's turn to Calvin and and start looking. Calvin, outside, you, you like I mentioned, you saw the wagon wheels and the hooves going south, but you also saw the splayed hooves of, uh, you saw Abigail and whoever she was with as you've been following going northward. And the, the trail, by the way, that they've left is kind of hard to see. Um, so many days have passed at this point. You were already a week in arrears, and now you've spent five other days here. And with the rain, of, I think it was like a week before, uh, but it made it a little more difficult. But the, you can at least you have some semblance of a trail, at least that you could follow. But it's mm-hmm. not a deep trail, and it's not. And it's going to meander a bit, probably. Is what you would guess. Mm-hmm. Well, if they're all outside, um, I'll uh, kind of thumb towards the trail. Well, that's the trail. Shall we? Not quite. We're not quite sure whether Hannah went with them. It's a chest was left with her name on it, but all the clothes were gone. Where? I think we should spend some time. If Hobbs can pick up her trail, and then if if we if we could tell that mm. maybe we should just go on, but I I don't think in good conscience we can just leave a a small child out there. That that child is, I believe, no more. I mean, I don't think there's anything we can do to help it. It's literally shed its humanity. As I point towards the pile of skin. Well, some sort of creature or abomination. I mean, I mean, the only thing we could do is put it down. Well, uh, maybe it has shed its humanity and shed its monstrousness too. Because what else would have put that massive goat hoof out there the very first time we were on the island? I don't know, but I think we've wasted enough time. We spent almost a week on this, and we're now on even a further week behind. They were on mounts, on elks. I don't either. We abandon this entirely and go back to Stonehold, or we go after it. If you want to keep on chasing things in the woods, we can, but we will get nowhere. I 
I would have thought the trail all dried up by now. I'm, I'm impressed, brother. Well, I had plenty of time. So, I mean, it's ultimately it's up to Osbert, but um, yeah, the the trail is cold enough already. Why make it colder? I look over to Osbert. You've got the. I admit I feel somewhat responsible for the situation. I mean, of course, we could have just left, <laughs> but we didn't, and uh, that's in the past now. So it, it seems like this family has decided to leave. They they decided not to. They either took her with her, or they left her. But if if this family has abandoned her, why should we feel responsible? Because. If her parents are not, don't have the conscience to care for their child, no one else will. Well, I think and they recognize that this is no longer her child. It's the right thing to do. I mean, if she was a child before, and like and like Collinsworth said, something I do have left those those tracks in the wood. I don't. I don't believe she is one that will transform back and forth. You but. I don't, but I do know that we can continue to try fighting this thing and it will likely murder one of us. Of course, it's probably the same thing that will happen when we go and try to hunt down Abigail and her friends. What do you make of this, Collinsworth? Do you think we should pick, pick up Abigail's trail or... Or search for search for Hannah. Well, I believe we're in another difficult position. I think my brother is very wise. And the the most clues that we have would tend to align with the fact that they took her home or she never came back. But it would it would lead me to wonder if she, if she wasn't around to wear those clothes, then why take those clothes? Wasn't she the youngest one left alive? It's not like it would be handed down. I don't know the answer to that. I think we I think we should stay and look for her. Calvin's the things we shouldn't. I just I just want to know what you think. That's all. Would you think about this for the rest of your life? <laughs> That's a hard question to answer. Maybe. Maybe I can reconcile it in my mind, but I'll certainly think about it for a while. It's It's been months, but why are we after Abigail and Chains? I mean, I know she took some things from us, but we've been able to recover. Because we made a promise to... What was their names again? Aaron and Aaron? Mm. As uh, she is a wanted person, 
by uh, people they owe a favor to? Yes, they are tasked with that favor. So that is why we are after Abigail. Mm -hmm. And I believe we have been sufficiently sidetracked. That's for certain. I think we can all agree on that. All right. I will, perhaps against my better judgment, swallow my guilt and move on. I have a solution that may help you. We leave a note for Hannah, along with some rations. I have, I'm carrying them. Provisions. Oh, yeah. Along with some provisions. That way, if she does wind her way back here, there's a note lower on the door, more for her height, saying, Hannah, we left something for you. <laughs> and Girl, um, she's five years old. <laughs> it's not going to make me feel any better. Assuming she can read. <laughs> Yes, do what you do what you wish, brother. No, you make a point. Let's forget about this. Let's forget I said anything. Let's just move on. Osbert looks like he's getting a little upset. Like the guilt is is weighing on him and he just wants to like forget about it. But obviously that's not going to happen. So he's Kind of like trying to—he wants to push everyone to just regain the trail. Yeah, uh, seeing that how upset he is, and also trying to just like get a, a, a more definitive answer. Like Collinsworth has an idea, and he goes against his better judgment over to where the skin and the dress is. And he grabs the dress, or at least a piece of it, and he brings it over to Hobbs. Oh, <laughs> Go to the dress, and immediately your stomach turns as I you... <laughs> yeah. Calvin's walking away. He's just, he's just going to walk down the trail for Abigail. He, like, he's tired of this. He, he's leaning into his dis- disobedience. He's, he's done having this conversation. He's made up his mind. You suffer nine peril as you begin to... Stomachs, the contents of your stomach begin to spill onto the ground as you pull the dress amid the skin and the hair of this poor dead girl and bring it to Hobbs and he recoils the smell. He snorts and chortles. Do you want to try to get him to pick up the scent? Yeah. Bears do not eat carrion. Hard handle animals. So that will be a 52%. A 37 will succeed. He snorts and kind of his, his nose with his bandaged eye. Kind of noses toward the trail where the ass and the cart went south. That's, that's a good hubs. And I reach into um, like portion, a portion of today's uh, provisions to give him a treat. 
That's all I needed to know. Let's move on. Look of relief kind of washes over Osbert's face. She's alive. She has to be alive. That's it. With that, following Calvin, you catch up to him midway down the trail, leaving the good work family home behind you and the story of Hannah yet not fully realized. Perhaps that story will pick up again later on, but for now, you're going north. And Calvin, you have a fairly good feeling about kind of what direction they're heading. Um, it's clear that she was traveling up on Elkback, or sorry, up on horseback, and was surrounded by others on Elk, the nameless. Mm -hmm. It must be. And you, you're kind of following this trail for a better part of the day, and it's kind of winding this the way and that around Cauldron Lake. And in the, the woods, despite the time of day, even the midday, this fog, this fog-laden kind of heath stretches before you, this tall yellow grass swaying, and still the mist clings to the ground. And it begins to eventually turn into rough foothills by the latter part of midday. And eventually you find yourselves actually up on a road um, that's been trafficked. It actually, the trail terminates, it, or to say it joins the road and there are too many trails, too much traffic on the trail going back and forth to really make out who is who or where is what because the trails are well-worn with muck and mud in road markers. And you can see that following this foothill, it, these foothills, it seems to wrap around the edge of Cauldron Lake, ascending toward these bluffs over the lake itself. And you're heading the direction toward the way the sun is setting. So it's blinding as you're heading, as you're on this road. Do you want to head toward um, up the trail, toward the bluff? where you can make out just the some shapes of what you think is a settlement, or where you head down the road further, which may further take you further north. How far out of the way is the bluff? Maybe, you guess, probably an hour. Same amount of time it'll take until the sun sets. Or you can continue, or you can go the other way on the road that goes deeper into the, the wood. Hmm. I'm thinking so we go towards the settlement. Yeah. Maybe ask around. You um begin to ascend. Up the hill. Leaving the leaving Cauldron Lake in your wake, you ascend up, up, up. Wow, it's the city sound I wanted. Um, you're heading up this hill, and the sun is literally setting in your eyes. It's it's blinding, 
Um, and you can see that there are several tall stone plinths along the way mm-hmm. that seem to portray all these different faces. They've been hewn from stone and stacked atop one another. Imagine kind of like what you may think of like a totem pole, mm-hmm. but it's really these different stone faces, um, all hewn with chisel and hammer, fashioned well, and they seem to be stacked one atop another. And they seem to demarcate the road here and there. And you can see that there are petty offerings uh, at the foot of them. Flowers, mm. a sheep, a few glinting coins, brass pennies. Another, an ivory cameo. Things of value. Yeah, I'll take a look at those and see. Can I determine... If they're like local gods, if they're more popular gods, I mean, the North does seem to have either different versions of the gods that I'm aware of, or maybe older versions of the gods that I'm aware of. They don't really seem to be portraying gods so much as maybe ancestors, you would Hmm. guess. Like, it seems to portray, like, it seems to portray, like, the ancestral ancestral families in the north you would guess hmm. and the closer you get to the settlement the more numerous this carved stone heads become hmm. until you kind of come upon this tall hill upon it the settlement upon the edge of the hill that is surrounded by a very very tall soaring stone wall and there are people atop the wall with these um, iron conical helmets and these red, or they sorry, not red, but these black shifts over their shoulder. And beneath, they have this glinting kind of splintered mail. Hmm. You can see they're kind of standing above uh, what looks like a portcullis, but the, it's open. It's still early enough. The sun's not set, but even as you come into town, when you finally get beneath the walls, the blight is finally out of your eyes. Welcome to Sundown Hill. One of them calls out. Welcome. Seem to be lost, the man calls out. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Very much so. Here. The man stops and confers with somebody else beside him. This woman with a long gray braid, she calls out. You stand at the dawn of Seamus Cavendish, the Donish Earl of Sundown. What have you to offer to stay here? I kind of turn, I, I turn to my two companions here and uh, start looking through my pack. Have you make trade? Or are you simply on your way else? She calls out. Oh, I mean, I don't have very much to trade with. Um, I mean, not not from a mercantile perspective. <laughs> um, <laughs> we are mostly travelers. We do not have much to trade, but... Uh, 
Yes, mostly travelers. <laughs> as I am like trying to look through my character sheet as well to go like, what do I have? <laughs> I don't have much of nothing. If you stay in the night, you shall pay tribute to the Dundashera of Sundown. I, a place for you to keep. Twelve cost ye, hot ye breed coin, or half the, or half to barter. She calls out. I uh, start messing around the pack, the pack, and produce three mandrake root. We don't have much as a coin. We have some small things to barter with, I suppose. Holding up the roots. Ye a peller, then, she says. Uh, not as much, I don't think. Osbert looks confused. Just traveling up north. Anybody have a skill rank in folklore? Yes, I do. Mm-hmm. So, if you have a scoring of Polk Floor, you automatically, you immediately know that Peller, the term, means basically herbalist or mm. healer. Yeah. Oh, no, I'm I'm not a Peller. Just uh, keep some on my person for emergencies. Stay ye boots, she calls. Wait. After a few moments, she emerges with this very long gray braid. She looks over the lot of you. Tesan, down you go. She will welcome you into the small settlement of Sundown Hill. Looking down, you can see all of Cauldron Lake. You can see this great mist rising off of the water. You could spot a handful of small islands in the midst of the lake, and you did not realize how large it was, for it seems to extend almost to the horizon until it meets this, these green black teeth of pine trees where you can only guess where you originated from earlier in the day. You'd imagine on a clear day in the morning, you could probably see all the way across the valley. Mm. If you had eagle's eyes, you could even probably see where you came from, the <laughs> island with the plinth. But alas, none of you are eagles nor descended from them. <laughs> <clears throat> what he names, she calls. Have ye from old Gralstead? She says. Well, surely our accent has given us away, but uh, my name is Collinsworth Redding. My name is Brother Calvin Redding. And I'm clumsy. I offer my hand. Oh, too slow. Just kind of lighten the mood with her. <laughs> she she chortles. <laughs> to father, call me Sorsha O'Bannon. To call me to welcome ye to his son downhill. Good day to you. Good eve. Good eve. Says, looking toward the sky. Uh, good eve, Sorsha. Um, we have another member that of our uh, traveling cohort that I'd like to introduce you to, and uh, completely uh, ignoring um, Shug, I say, this is Hobbs. <laughs> Your dog is mighty and furry. <laughs> He's a sweet dog. Hey, oh, no dog. Uh, well, I want you to south, but no dogs allowed in the house. Very well, and um, where we are from, we call this a bear. 
Aye. That and serves it. as a in the South, I suppose. <laughs> yes, I've, I've noticed things are more grand here. <laughs> more grand? You mean more right? Your pup must stay outside regardless. Beyond Sundown Hill's walls. Lest you invoke the Earl Seamus Cavendish's wrath. That's fine. Um, is there perhaps some sort of uh, roof that you could, like, you know, a stable or or just something that it were to rain, he wouldn't get wet? Aye, branches of trees. You have a house-trained bear, she says. Yes, as a matter of fact, <laughs> he is house-trained. And um, I could even have him shake hands. And uh, uh, he's able to, uh, he's able to blood tra- blood track much like a hound. He's um, quite a unique bear. We'll need to make a podcast to allow to get your bear to be allowed inside Sunday. <laughs> make a root. Uh, what's your social class? <laughs> My social class is burger. I want to assist in helping, like using treats to like go through like a trick routine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead and make a routine test and add an assist die. Okay. You said bargain, right? Okay. Okay, 62. I rolled a 25. What'd you roll? I rolled a three. Okay. So we'll go with 25 out of uh, six. No, yeah, 62. If you, if, if you keep you pup. To kneel, it no may make trouble, nor chase dog nor cat. Your your pup will be allowed, I suppose. Twouldn't be the first time that the Earl Seamus Cavendish allowed a bear in its walls, I suppose. That's very kind of you. <clears throat> Say, she says, would you join me? Yes. Sure. The horn of honey wine, or mead as you call it. We can speak, Mar, she says. It sounds lovely. You follow her into this rather surprisingly large stone settlement that appears to be well fortified from the outside. And on the inside, uh, it is growing toward night and people are kind of beginning to pull away and do their duty, but this place seems to be significantly larger and more populous than Old Gralstead. In fact, it seems to be almost a town up on the hill itself. So great are its, uh, so large are its buildings with quite a bit of foot traffic. <clears throat> and you weren't the only ones at the gates either. There are other people who had stabled their horses and left their wagons there and probably went deeper into the city of Sundown Hill, but um, <clears throat> she takes you to some local watering hole. This stone, this stone building, a longhouse, would be the best way to describe it, with uh, an open roof. There's this large burning pyre. As she walks in, the people say, "Oh, Bannon's daughter!" They call out, and she says, "Aye!" She calls out. She eventually get something to you all get something to eat and drink and sit down with Sorsha. She rests her conical helmet up on the end of the, the table and she begins to inquire, sharing this kind of small talk with you at first. 
Hey, you to the north. What bring you here? We're on the trail of a a, a, a criminal. A criminal? Yes. Name Ab Abigail? Ye bounty hunters. Of a sort, I suppose. <laughs> Ye have your writ? Uh, did we have any, like, description or anything like that? Or were we just going off what they said? No one has that on their character sheet, I take it. No. I don't have anything written down like a writ. I don't know if they proposed any or yeah, gave us anything as a proof. Uh, no, we don't have any sort of uh, writ or licensure or anything such as that. But uh, you bounty hunters are not licensed in the north. Well, that I, that's kind of why he said of a sorts we are helping someone with a promise they made. A bounty, she says. Yes, but uh, um, they are they are members of our um, city, and we've come up here to see if we can fetch her. You traveled south of the Rugenval to come here to seek this person. South of the Rugenval? Oh, yes, yes. We're from south of it, yes. What city? I I can't remember what city we are from. Uh, like not Stonehold, but our original. Yeah. Was it Chandring? Or I can't remember. Let's go with Chandring. From Chandring. So you came from Chandring to the north, seeking a bounty with no licensure of a sort. Now, I know Eridane law dictates you be licensured. Oh, she kind of pauses. No, we didn't. No, we didn't tell the whole story. Um, no, we came from Chandring to Old Girlstead. I mean, wait, no, to Stonehold. Stonehold, she says, kind of taken aback. Yes, we we looked we looked to make a life for ourselves there. Up settlement there. Truly, she inquires. Yes. Mm -hmm. I spent the spring cleansing the land and uh, helping to try to restore it to what it once was. Well, the ghosts that were there, and it seems to be a habitable place now. You have exercised the, the, the ghost. You have yes. exercised the spirits? Yes. You no longer hear the keening in the hills. No, it, it is gone. Not in the last season. That old castle is full of knockers, she says. Hmm. Yeah, we we saw some things in in the in the rooms there deep, late in the night. Well, how else are you supposed to guarantee privacy if you can't have a knocker to announce yourself before you walk in a door? The sorts of things that would keep you up late at night. I won't. I won't. I won't. Uh, I won't uh, I'll spare you the grisly details. It, I, I still spare the, spare the fairer sex the details. Yes, I, 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 I would not. I would not uh, want to give you the nightmares that I have had these these this past season. Ah, uh, I think I could probably take it. And as for your <laughs> elves, your knockers, there's elves and spirits all throughout Old Stonehold. 
no matter the amount of cleansing you do, they always seem to come back. A lot oh, of blood in the air. I wasn't trying to make light of it. I was merely trying to, um, you know, tell a small joke. I, we, I do understand how serious it was. We, we witnessed one. And if there's many, well, then perhaps we'll have to deal with them when their time comes. As for this writ, she inquires once more. If yes. you've no writ and you come to seek a bounty, then I'm afraid you've come to your to your you come to the end of the trail. I cannot permit ye to practice your bounty without licensure in the north. It is my solemn duty. Can we obtain the writ here? Well, where was the bounty issued from again? Was it kale something? As I scratch my head for trying to remember. Well, it was a <laughs> life debt for Aaron and Aaron. Right, but uh, where were where were they to take her back to? I can't remember. You tug at your beard a bit. We all and- see. Seem a bit lost. Maybe a good night's sleep will help ye. But I tell you true, I have had no bounty hunting inside Sundown Hill. You're certainly welcome to stay, but should locals even say there's a whiff of your hunting about our streets, well, my friend, I'll just have to put a stop to it, she says as she stands up and lifts her helmet up. And you can only guess at this point that she's probably the captain of the yard. I don't think. I don't think our bounty is within these walls. We'll we'll be moving on in the morning, and you'll not hear from us again, I reckon. These two f- fellows who are kind of drinking and chortling uh, kind of stumble near your table, and as they kind of come, they almost tumble over one another laughing, they kind of stand almost erect and say, oh, they say, oh, Fane, Fane O'Bannon, sorry, 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 madam. She nods and they continue on their way. Hmm. Yes, well, we greatly appreciate your hospitality. And yes, it has been quite a long time since we've had a real good night's sleep, so we appreciate it. She nods. You find... Warm beds, privacy, good food, soup, honeyed wine, whatever you need here. Just mind yourselves about sundown hill. Mm-hmm. Excusing herself. And then Fane O'Bannon walks away, leaving you to yourselves, leaving you inside this nameless watering hole in the middle of the north. Hmm. Well, we can't go asking about, but we still have a safe place to rest the night. Sure. I... Excuse me, I think I'm going to uh, pass the time. I'm going to um, I'm going to apply my trade as a jester for, in this inn for a while. Um, uh, just more to kind of get my mind of the past couple of days than anything. 
I mean, if I make any coin in the process, you know, bonus, but, you know, that's that's what I'm going to do for the rest of the evening. Okay. Collinsworth, Callet, what the two of you? Hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Calvin kind of wants to just call it an early night, <laughs> if possible. Brother, I think the best thing that we can do is what we should have probably done at, the, at our first stop, and that is to make sure that we don't get involved in anything. I mean, we, we are forbade from asking around anyway, and if we get caught doing that, then we'll be in a lot more trouble. So I think that uh, we sh I think that you have the right of it. Huh. Well, I mean, if we had lots of coin, I'd say, yeah, we can make a merry evening of this, but uh, well, oh, we got yeah. more skills to, to, to trade than uh, actual coinage. Well, I mean, you could try to see if you can get some coins from uh, having a dancing bear about. <laughs> I, I, you read my mind, brother. I mean, surely they, this is something that they haven't seen every day, maybe every other day. Yeah. As I, I give a, a smirk. <laughs> I mean, I've trained him how to do it, but he seems to respond to you better. Well, I mean, I will... Assist if yes, if you like. Yes. Uh, well, let's uh, play off of um, clumsy instead of while he's doing that. If if mm -hmm. we, uh, you know, make I typically work animals into my act. I, I'll, I'll try my best. <laughs> so you will. You will spend the evening as jongleur and bear baiter. <laughs> <laughs> and Calvin will be the hype man and we will draw our session to a close for the night <laughs> for two hours so 50 reward points for everybody and um, let's resolve any conflict um, who has conflict tonight? I don't think we anyone got well maybe some I didn't get any I don't think I got any I, I did I got three okay. I feel like uh, I deserve roll a 10 Okay. Level up. Well, I mean, I got <laughs> 10 order ranks, I should say. Nice. Not 10 order ranks, belief. 10 belief ranks. Sorry, I got, and I got a determination out of that, right? So. Nice. Boom. So be sure to reset your ranks. Yep. Uh, that reset your conflict to zero. Is it just the belief ranks or the whole chart? All of it. All of it. The entire thing. Wait. I thought. Nope. All of them. Are we cha We changed it again. No. Okay. All of them. Always, always, been, always that way. been that way. Okay. Yeah. Wipe them all. Start your. You start all over. And increase my damage threshold. Woot. Yep. 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 So let's talk about outcomes from tonight. Maybe we can start first with Calvin. Yeah, so... <laughs> yeah, Calvin has definitely disagreed with Osbert on several things in this uh, 
the last few <laughs> game sessions and i think yeah he finally was just like you know what yeah time to be disobedient he's just gonna do what he wants now he's not gonna listen to osbert osbert got us in this problem in the first place we should have just mm-hmm. walked away you know i mean he was hanging out with his friendship you know because he's like you stick by your friends right but at some point you just gotta do what you gotta do so i'm sorry you actually only reset your belief ranks to zero not your okay. flaw ranks cool cool yeah sorry about that my bad yeah no that's a good that's a good call out um i think that um how, where you go from here we'll find out like you know mm-hmm. Of what you've learned tonight, or at least in the brief moment you were here in Sundown Hill, you know that this place is ruled by some earl of the north by the name of Cavendish. Then you know the Cavendish are the ones that that um, I forget his name. Why am I drawing? I'm drawing a blank. The knight, the man you found out was a knight. Are you Phineas? not? What is it? Phineas. Phineas. That's right, Sir Phineas. <laughs> You know, you'd agreed to help them track down um, where Abigail and Chains may have went. And you've come to the north, and you know that they, they owe a blood oath to the Cavendish. And there's an earl here by a shaman named Shavis Cavendish. And you've obviously had a lot to happen. So what what, what, what is going on in Collinsworth, mind? Uh, yeah, Collinsworth is, uh, you know, really trying to make sure that we don't um, get involved in a heavy way like we did before. Um, You know, we, he doesn't necessarily regret it because, um, you know, like they, they, we were put in a situation where we had to make a choice essentially. Um, And, the romantic side of him doesn't believe that he could have just walked away. But with this, um, you know, we were, we were told strictly to basically mind our business because we would be doing so illegally. Um, and had we remembered it was Cavendish, maybe that would be different, but <laughs> we didn't. So um, yeah, uh, he's really just trying to, um, take a lesson from it and um, try and also appease his brother because he could tell his brother's pretty mad. Okay. And finally, we come to to Nick. Tell us what's going on in Osbert's mind. So I think with Osbert, this, the whole good work situation is still not resolved in his mind. He really kind of capitulated to Calvin's demands as kind of an olive branch. Like he could tell the tensions between them were brewing and, you know, he kind of like took his guilt on the chin and in in favor of, you know, um, trying to rekindle the relationship, so to speak. But um, when it comes down to it, when his head hits the pillow that night, I think he is thinking about, you know, if Hannah is still in this position to do harm to the good work family for, for better, for worse, like we've, we've either left, we've either left if, you know, a young child to her own devices or led an evil world on the earth. And either, either way is, is 
a bad situation. It kind of, I think it kind of weighs on his mind. I almost think he should get some sort of flowering for that. But uh, you know, obviously that's a that's a, a GM call. But uh, do you I, think do you think it's appropriate? I think it is absolutely. Yeah. Um. So that's that's kind of where he's at at this point. He doesn't really intend to um, go against. Uh, the laws of this town. He, he wants to just kind of continue the journey in the morning. Yeah. Um, okay. So everybody gets 50 reward points for that. Um, so out of curiosity, what are, what's your current belief in flowering at? And we'll start with um, Osbert. Um, so I, I, I was at, uh, I, I flipped it since I, I took that voluntary flaw rank. It's I'm not, not six flaw and five belief. Collinsworth. Collinsworth is at, uh, nine belief and one flaw. Calvin? I'm at zero and zero because I just got the... Uh... So you heard no flaw ranks over the entire time we've played? No, I just reset. You only right? reset your... Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, okay, then I'm at two chaos ranks. Or sorry, oh, not chaos, sorry. <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> Old habits. Yeah, it's okay. No worries. Yeah, we'll just be sure to flip to the next. Let's be sure as everybody has homework. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The new sheets. Um, yeah. I'll have a form fillable one, probably by not next week, but the following week. It's kind of it's, it's been backlogged, so it's in the backlog. So love it too soon, but yeah, please before next game session have it done, um, so we can get migrate over to the new sheets. So um, with that, I think we will wrap up for the evening. Um, right. Thank you for our listeners. Thanks, patrons, for your patronage. Um, if you're listening to this, uh, you should be able to download our new um, Flames of Freedom slash Zweihander character sheet. If you want to bring both games together, um, you can do so. Um, or if you just want to use it to take a look at it, feel free to download it. But other than that, we will see you next time on Desperation, or we'll hear you. Or you'll hear us. <laughs> on desperation. See y'all later. Bye-bye. Bye, everyone. Bye. 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 <laughs>